0: hey journey team and thank you for tuning in again for this next and well anticipated podcast i'm feeling pretty apprehensive about this one as this one is deeply personal i haven't told this one or explored this particular event in my life for quite some time and for the first time i'm going to be being so raw and real with this so apologies in advance if uh, it starts to sound like I'm crying because more than likely I am. (laughs) So this particular episode is what happened and the circumstances around me actually coming out to my family. So as mentioned previously I grew up Mormon and have Still, I'm still very connected with that part of my life. As growing up that way, I still learnt and appreciate a lot of the values and life lessons that came out of growing up in a, a Mormon household and environment and so forth. So, to get things started this happened back when i was 15 going on to 16 and at this point being the eldest i was the golden child i was the the a-grade student i was the high achiever i was musically inclined i didn't play any sports as per se but i was heavily involved with orchestras choirs music productions um, not so much theater Um, as I was too much of a scaredy cat to be on stage. (laughs) So my comfort zone was predominantly on the piano. Um, So at this time, my other brother just below me, he was going through a dysfunctional, rebellious phase and was causing a lot of pain and grief for my family. And I'll never forget the day it was... It was it was during spring and I had started to get a bit rebellious myself and had started to explore my sexuality at this point but obviously with a lot of discretion. So this particular day my brother Andrew had been called upstairs to be spoken to about his rebellious behavior that week. Um he had gone out a lot hadn't called in to say where he was what he was doing had been drinking and smoking and so forth and obviously within the Mormon faith the word of wisdom is strictly adhered to especially with my family so no no coffee no tea no smoking no alcohol no drugs whatsoever so after he had his speaking to he came downstairs and he was like oh hey mum and dad want to speak to you I so, oh, okay. So upstairs I went and there they are sitting on their bed just waiting for me to come in and leave the door open as the custom is with these talks. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And dad simply said, hey, um, Andrew says there's something that you need to tell us. I we remember just being utterly gripped with fear. It's like, what on earth has he told mum and dad about me? So I went through so many different scenarios that I had frozen on the spot. I must have gone pale. I must have. I I couldn't respond, I couldn't talk. And again Dad prompted me, he's like, Come on, son, what is the unique tell us? and i just remember sliding down the wall hugging at my knees and putting my head in between and just thinking oh my gosh why is this happening now i literally just want to disappear down a black hole and cease existing so i waited another few minutes and then dad was like come on you need to you need to speak to us and I still wouldn't answer. I was utterly gripped with terror. So, Dad turned around to Mum and was like, Honey, maybe it's best if you leave the room. And she was like, oh, okay. And up she went. Closed the door behind us. And again, he asked me, he's like, what's going on? And I remember a thousand words going through my head. I felt like screaming, yelling, saying absolutely nothing. But obviously with the way how I had reacted and slumped down onto the floor, it was evident that something was up. So with my head still in between my legs and still hugging my knees, I said, I'm different. He's like, what do you mean different? And a few minutes passed by. Built up the courage again. And I said I'm I'm sexually different. And then dad was like, "Okay, are you bisexual? Are you gay?" I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 gay. And the way how he responded surprised me. Now, for, for obviously a lot of you, you don't know who I am at this point, but My dad, coming from a Polynesian background, built like an ox, physically intimidating, whereas my mother is fair-skinned of British descent and um, is quite petite. So I was quite shocked to hear the words literally fall out of my dad's mouth. Yes, I know, son. I know you've been gay since... You were 8 or 9 years old. So my head just pops up, mouth wide open, in utter shock. I didn't know what to say. I literally did not know what to say other than in complete shock with, with a bit of relief, absolutely. But then the next words utterly destroyed me at that moment. He then went on to say but you know what the church says you 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 can't be gay it's a sin so and he said to me i command you to along the lines of i command you to stop being gay and to carry on as a straight male i was so perplexed and a fire started in me on that day. I felt so disregarded and rejected by my father at that particular point in time and that's when I really started to embrace my rebellious phase and my discovery and exploration and then I was like, okay well, that's that done let's let's go for dinner." And then I sit down, I'm like, I'm still in shock. Still in utter shock, I didn't even want to eat. And then Dad pulls Mum aside and tells Mum. And it's her reaction that just broke me even further. I remember her yelling from, her, from their room, Joshua, get in here now! And it's the top of her lungs, she just yelled at me saying, No, son of mine is going to be gay! You were supposed to get married and serve a mission. And she said some other things, but at that point I had completely zoned out. My own mother. And at that point, at that age, I just felt utterly rejected and almost as if I had just been disowned by my own parents. Let alone the one parent who I felt the closest with. So Yeah, that's that's how that happened. And from there, for a good nine to ten years, is where the personal conflict and the struggle and the self-development starts. And yeah, it didn't take me till I was about twenty-eight. 29, I'm 32 now. It took me till that age to finally feel at peace and accept myself after dealing with past demons, childhood traumas, and that particular incident. So, that's my coming out story. Obviously, to date now, it's a very different story with my family. My dad's a completely different person. You wouldn't think so compared to those or how he was back then and even prior to that. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope that some of you relate to that in some way or have your own stories to share. But ultimately the point of me telling that was to demonstrate that Yes, we can have some pivotal moments in our life that can utterly turn things upside down and feel as if they've pretty much destroyed us, but through allowing ourselves to go through that process and identify that it's a time to explore, and that the rebellion part of me was rebellious part of me was necessary to get to the point that I am today that realistically it's just a collision of choices at the end of the day. Where you are now and where you are meant to be in the future will yet be a series of collision of choices that ultimately you decide to make. So going forward over the next few podcasts, I'll be exploring some phases that I wish I had gone through back when I was that age. And I'm confident that had I have gone through this particular process that I'm about to start sharing over the next few podcasts, had I known these things now, my transition into self-love, acceptance, awareness and confidence would have been shortened by at least eight years. (laughs) But hey, obviously this story was meant to be told I was meant to go through everything I went to up until now to start to share this journey with you all. So, much aroha, kia kaha, love, be strong and humble, peace and till next time, thank you.